0: I don't know Tom. I don't know Tom. I don't
1: know Tom. I don't know Tom. I don't know
0: Thomas. I don't know
1: Tom. I don't know Tom. I don't know Tom. Is yours recording too? Okay what's
0: up. What's
1: up? Yeah, you're good. Hey, um, just so that you know, like, you see where it says back on there? That's how you know that's the back of the mic, so you can talk to the other side. So. See where it says back right there? So that's the back. Imagine that that's the back of the microphone, so you know where to orient it You know what I'm saying? Like here. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It picks up good regardless, but. You
0: know it ain't even fun
1: no more. I'm jaded Man, it's just a game. I just play it. Play it. It's okay. soul, yeah, I'm yeah you mind. should. It looks like it's picking you up pretty good. so Yeah, it's gonna be a lure like seven times. People are gonna request this. Yeah, Yeah. people love this office. I mean, not for some reason. That's not even what I got tattooed.
0: Yeah,
1: you got, uh, what is it? Uh, live, yeah, live largest, something dormant. I forget what it's
0: called. Yeah, rather, um, di-normist than live live dormant. dormant. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, if I was gonna ask you is to open up, like, why "Laura" though of all songs?
0: Um, I don't know. When I when I first heard this song when I was younger, uh, y'all need to know my age right now. Maybe That's later fine. That's after fine. a few drinks. You know, they, don't um, <laughs> they don't even know they're talking to you yet, so it's fine. I don't know. It just kind of resonated with me. I've always been, um, you know, like how you speak of a, a big dreamer. So. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me a lot of, like, having big dreams and willing to do whatever you need to do for your dreams.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: that we're all not necessarily living the same exact life, but similar. We're all... Absolutely. We all got common goals. We all got things we're trying to do. And it just... I don't know. It's just speaks to me and then I like the fact that no one anyone who knows me or has come across me they would never yeah. <laughs> imagine that that would be my Your favorite, favorite song, song? Yeah. I, I could appreciate but that but I love, I
1: love Jay-Z he's my favorite yeah Hove is definitely one of my favorite artists I can't wait to go to the Hove exhibit in Brooklyn and like see it like the book of Hove I'm absolutely gone but um if you don't know by the voice who I'm here with I'm here with my good friend Bree Brianna Jackson, or wait, should I play? I'll beep that out if you want the last yeah. name out. <laughs> Charles, now. But Charles, you're right, Brianna Jackson Charles. I'm so sorry. Ronnie, don't beat me up or don't try to fight me, Ronnie. I'm sorry, man. I apologize. Let me get that correct. Uh, Brianna Charles, now. And uh, Sweet Little Eats is the brand. Mm-hmm. and uh, But we're here to mostly talk about everything that is used. So we can talk about the brand, we can talk about per- whatever you want to talk about. Um, and the goal is to hopefully introduce you to the audience, introduce the audience to you, um, and for you to hopefully learn a little bit about yourself through answering some of these reflective questions and through that we all learn about us, right? You know, like you said, um, in your understanding of why you like Allure, uh, you, you mentioned that we're all living similar lives, just not the exact same ones, and I think that by sharing our stories with people, we, we start to get more understanding about that and maybe learn from one another in ways that are constructive. So, um, if, with no further ado, if you want, if you're ready, you, is the drink okay? Like, mm-hmm. is it warmed yeah. you up enough, like you're in a good space to feel talkative right now? I think so. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So, one of the first questions we always open a pod with, um, because it's an important question, is who are you? So, I've introduced your name, but who are you? Oh, who am I?
0: Um, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> you know. Um, I am, I don't know, I am fun, I am unique, I I am a traveler, I'm a mom, I'm a baker, I'm an educator, I'm also a student, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm dynamic.
1: Yeah, it's funny that like you open up with those things, because those obvi- obviously are all of the things that you are. But those are also things that are, in, in some ways, relationships with other people. Like, they're associations with... They put you in an association with someone else, right? Like, you being a mother is an association with your son. You being a wife association with your husband. You being a baker is an p- association with, like, your profession. So it's like... Do you feel like, when you think about who all of those elements are, is there any, like, common denominator thing that kind of brings all of that together?
0: Um, I think the whole... Um What is the word that I'm looking for? Um, Come on, help me out. That's sorry, I don't know. So like, I talk too much, so so like (laughs) helping, um, supportive figure or caretaker. Yeah, being caretaker, being supportive figure. because I feel like with baking and cooking, like I'm cooking for people, you know, mm-hmm. it warms their heart, makes them feel good, f- fills their belly. Mm-hmm. Um, being a mom, you know, is taking care of someone. Um, it's also learning about yourself through yeah. someone because Absolutely. these little people will let you know who you are um, and they have no shame. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, being an educator um I always feel like the best way to learn something so like I said I'm a student too is to educate others because you can correct yourself you Mm -hmm. can reflect and all those other things um and uh with traveling I like the fact that you meet new people and new experiences and it's not just your own and Mm -hmm. you kind of take from that um most people are kind of tired after traveling, trips like mm-hmm. that, and they kind of, they re-energize me because it's, you know, like I said, I'm learning new information. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, did I leave anything out?
1: No, I mean, I think you provided a justification for like why all of those elements are central to who you are and how they help make you unique. <coughs> I guess one of the things that I'm interested in, and if you were to think about it is, you could do anything. Why those things? Like I I think I find I always find it funny when women who, not even women I'll say people in general who say I'm a caretaker, Mm -hmm. right? They say it as if it's this kind of like natural thing that people are. Like I was born this way. But the reality is like we have a variety of options and we choose. We we feel like maybe some choices are more naturally aligned with us, but it's still a choice. So like, why all of those things? Have you ever thought about that?
0: Um. I feel like when it first started off, I didn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that doesn't come off too harsh. But so when I was younger, um, I've, I have always knew my grandmother to be sick. So I mm-hmm. never experienced my grandmother walking or being energetic or anything like that. She, we, she was always in a place where we had to take care of her. That's why we originally moved to Pittsburgh to mm-hmm. take care of her. Um, and so, I would always ask my mom, like, mm-hmm. why do we do this? Like, why do I have to, I'm, I'm like seven years old. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I can't be taking care of somebody else. Like, y'all supposed to be taking care of me. I can't, <laughs> you know, do all these other things. But it's, you know, my mom always explained it as like, you know, we have a duty and you have mm-hmm. a duty to your elders and your ancestors and things like that and, mm-hmm. um, you know, The family is only as good as all of its parts. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you allow one part of the family to fall apart, then it just kind of, you know, messes everything. It's like a domino effect. So, Mm -hmm. um, so, but I found that I was good at it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I did a good job taking care of my grandmother, and then I went on to go into other helping fields. So, I originally wanted to be a neonatal nurse Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted to take care of babies and things like that. Um, my original, original plan was to be a veterinarian, but, okay. um, I'm very, uh, I could be very cerebral. So like, even as a little kid, I researched all the schools and there's only like, I'm exaggerating, but there's only yeah. like four schools <laughs> in the U.S. that you can go to. And I started thinking about like my odds and my chances. I'm just like, you know, even though I dream big, I was, I'm very realistic. Yeah. And I was like, mm that's a lot. I was like, "It's going to cost my parents a lot of money," and I'm I'm like thinking about this stuff at like seven, eight years old, mind mm-hmm. you. Um, and so I thought that would be easier to get to, get into. And then once I got into school, um, I got talked into doing um, like a physician assistant program. Mm-hmm. Um, which is you know like a level up and then I just I don't know I just had like a moment of clarity and I was like I don't want to do this. Mm. <laughs> like I still want to help people, but mm-hmm. not in this way um, And then that's how I moved into like the psychology field. and yeah. Started like helping people in that way So and I don't know I've just always been in helping roles and mm. it just kind of comes natural it, It's I always dreamed of being a mom.
1: There you know? go and I mean the, the idea I don't I want to put a pin in the, the, the dreaming of being a mom part, but you talking about like you were born into this kind of culture your mom told you about in terms like it being a collective culture like family you need to be supportive of one another you know we're only strongest the weakest link that type of mentality and then realizing that you're good at it what made you good at it
0: um I don't know I just feel like it I mean even though I said I was kind of like born it's still it's still kind of felt natural mm. so um I feel good when I take care of people. I don't feel like I'm just doing it just to be like, oh, hey, look what I did. Like, I took care of this person. Like, it makes me feel good, too. It makes me feel good knowing that, like, I'm adding to the collective. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. My grandma was always happy. (laughs) You know what I mean? To the point where I am I want to say I'm one of the only grandchildren that she actually, like, um, you know, poured into and sat down and, like, taught Mm -hmm. how to bake. So like I Are was sure you want
1: to say this live? Just uh, Yeah, I'll say it live. They wasn't over.
0: Yeah, they wasn't over with us baking and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Bacon so I love kitchen. all my yeah, I love all my family so, and yeah. stuff. But I mean, she lived with us. So okay. like you know, naturally we were always together. And mm-hmm. like I said, she couldn't walk. Um, yeah. she had a bit of like arthritis and things like that in her hands her hands, so she needed mm-hmm. help. So she would just kind of um tell me what recipes are say like hey go to the kitchen grab this grab that you know turn on the oven you know for this amount of time or mm-hmm. whatever and so we just kind of learned that way mm-hmm. um and I'm pretty sure like she taught you know other grandchildren other things before mm-hmm. like ones that came before me and, and all that but um, I've, I want to say we spent most of the time because we lived together mm-hmm. actually sitting down and learning and I'm sure she of course My aunts and my mom and all that stuff, but I felt like we we were really close in that way.
1: That that's so interesting that um, you you talked about like feeling like you're really good at it, doing these things with your grandmother, baking and all of this other stuff. It's interesting that you kind of found your way there. But what's also interesting is you said it made you feel good, and I think that's an important quality to to underscore because no matter how selfless the work is i think you always need to get something back from it in order to continue to do it you know Mm -hmm. um so what do you think you're getting from helping people um
0: i don't know just the like i said the fact that knowing that i'm you know contributing to a piece of something so like not only was i a caregiver for my grandmother but like um, in my most recent years, as my father got mm-hmm. sick, I was able to take care for him. And just knowing that someone's there, I'm always, I'm always interested and concerned in being like, um, being the person that I would want mm-hmm. back. So like, I would want someone to take care of me. I would want someone to pour into me. And so I do that to others. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, you know, when I go back, when I see from when my when we first found out my dad was sick to the progression he's made. Like I say, I don't know, it just sparked something and it just made me feel good knowing that mm-hmm. I was able to be there and help him, Yeah, you know, do that. Um, and I don't know. And then I learned things about myself along the way about, you know, how to do it. It definitely prepared me to be a mom, yeah. Um, so yeah.
1: That's fascinating. Like both of the instances, at least the ones that you're discussing, resulted in or came out of the fact that like people needed support health wise and it it sounds to me and i could be connecting things that aren't connected but it almost sounds like the comfort came because you were able to activate yourself and do something and control something in an uncontrollable situation maybe because you mm-hmm. talked earlier about, you know, you thought about going into nursing, but you were like, damn, that's not really for me. But yeah, like, but this other way how, of caring for people. I don't know how I decided
0: I want to go to nursing. I don't like needles. Yeah.
1: So, but
0: <laughs> I don't even like needles. That might be a hurdle. I have six tattoos, but it's just something about, I don't know, something about needles. And I'm yeah. just like, you know, when you do nursing, you gotta deal with a lot of needles, and yeah. I was like, I don't,
1: I don't want to. But like, you managed to pivot and, and care for people in a different mm-hmm. way. So like it, it, but I think that it's interesting that it's it's predicated on, or it's it was born out of maybe necessity, but necessity based on health. Mm-hmm. And I uh, and your father highlighted like your father's condition being another moment where you you felt that the the charge to do that again, the duty and the responsibility, but the comfort in being able to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting like have you ever like thought about why it's always something around health and why it's like that's how you activate and in moments of crisis it seems like that's what you resort like you resort to
0: I don't know I just one another one of those things I feel like comes natural like even with my friends mm-hmm. if they have a crisis going on or something like that I jump right into action I'm yeah. just like And I'm pretty sure sometimes it could be annoying because sometimes Mm -hmm. people don't always want you to jump into action. Sometimes Mm -hmm. just like, you know, just be present with me. Let me vent about this Mm -hmm. thing and then we can start fixing things. But um, if I know that I have the resources or the know-how or whatever to help, like I want to do that because why let the person struggle or, you know, whenever when I can do that. So especially if it's something really, you know.
1: But why not let them struggle? I mean, that sounds callous, but I guess what I'm highlighting is that you 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 are making it seem like this is the the thing that you have to do like one plus one equals two but really I I feel like it's a do but true but you are making one the one Mm -hmm. and you're making the other variable so you're creating the variables right Mm -hmm. like you are choosing to say because my friends because my family are in these circumstances I'm going to activate myself Mm -hmm. you know there's other people that may say well I'll help out a little bit, but I don't feel like I need to activate myself. I'll just mm-hmm. be on the periphery, right? People- Well, that's them. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> I'm just highlighting the yeah. fact that there there's an array of responses you can have, mm-hmm. but you feel the need to consistently have this one. Yeah. And and I think that that's interesting. Like, yeah. you if you've ever thought about like, why is that your go-to response? Because you said in some ways, like, that's the person you want. Is that maybe why that, is there something to be said about that? Like. Are you doing this because you would want this done for you in these circumstances? Oh, I, said, I did say that. Yeah. I said
0: I try to be the person that I would want back. And it's not even that I'm expecting it to be right back. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's not like, oh, I helped my dad. So, like, when I get sad, I expect him I, to exactly. be there. Exactly, yeah. I but understand. I'm just saying, like, if I know for a fact, like I said, I have those resources or that know-how and I can do that. Why would I choose to be the person to be like, oh, well, yeah, I could do that, but I'm not going to. I'm mm-hmm. just let like the person, suffer. you know, especially if it's somebody see, I care about and I love, I'm not doing that. But
1: see, <laughs> like, that's the thing you just, you you were creating an alternative where if you don't do something, then they suffer, mm-hmm. right? Like, one could argue that everybody's circumstances are uncontrollable by, uh, like, I can't, mm-hmm. no matter what I do, somebody's circumstances are gonna be, I can help, I can support, I can do whatever, but I'm choosing to do that. Right. You are saying that if you don't do something, then it, it almost seems like you've taken on the responsibility in these moments or even in some of these relationships that if you don't do something, something bad's going to happen. No, I wouldn't okay. say
0: that. I think that's something you kind <laughs> <laughs> of okay. okay. uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Definitely not. No. OK. Um, yeah. Like so there's this, there's definitely people who I've let don't be where they're at and just be like, okay, well, but do you think that oh, they're well. going to
1: suffer if you don't help them and you no, just do will figure it or? out? Okay. okay, That's what I was curious and they about. Might. Okay. You know, they might, but okay.
0: they'll figure it out and they'll get better and they'll be stronger for it. But if it's something that I can do, something that's so small, like a lot of these helping things I do, it's not something to where I lose a lot of myself or I give too much money or mm-hmm. too much time or whatever, or, like i helped someone out and i got fired because i you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah. nothing like that but if there's something within my means within my time within my soul like i'm gonna do it i'm not just gonna choose to be that selfless person and be like well i'm just not gonna do it just because i don't have to do you know what i mean yeah. unless it's it's something where i'm just like you know that person can handle that on their own. Oh, i got these other things to do and yeah. they handle that no
1: see but even yeah. in that i guess that's what i'm like that's what i'm thinking about is like and I don't want us to linger, because I have a bunch of stuff that I want to ask you, but mm-hmm. that's fascinating to me, because y- y- the, the the choice seems to be something difficult in life happens to somebody. Mm-hmm. And again, feel, please correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like you are saying that you observed that like, all right, first of all, can I help this person? It seems like a question of, do I have it in my means to be supportive? Is mm-hmm. this a big or small ask, whatever the case is. And then if you decide that you can, then it's this this seeming sense of responsibility that i'm like that i'm hearing where you're making a a decision based on whether or not you should activate yourself Mm -hmm. and i guess what i'm saying is is that there's something interesting about crises happening and you feeling that that need to even answer the first question for yourself Mm -hmm. right because some people can hear something bad happen it's like oh that's wild Mm -hmm. and then just keep it moving you know what i mean and maybe you i'm not saying you you react to everything right But I'm saying it sounds like you are predisposed, especially around people that you care about, mm. to activate yourself if you see that there is a value add to yeah. you being supportive. I definitely of
0: them. feel responsible for yeah. my people. I feel exactly. like anybody who knows me, <laughs> yeah. if you have the pleasure to actually like know me yeah. and be cared by me, like it's a big thing because I do. I do go yeah. above and sometimes sometimes beyond, not too much beyond to where yeah. I can't you know what I mean for the people I care about but like I said it just it just adds to the greater good of everything else like I feel like it's just such a like I said a big domino effect mm-hmm. like if I was able to be that piece to help something and then to help it move along and then it just helps the person be stronger or helps them get to the common goal and then it connects to somebody else's common mm-hmm. goal and it goes along and all that stuff is just that
1: sounds like it's education worth too like yeah it's that. just
0: worth it to me you know what I mean um yeah just think of, think about it in the level of education like let's just say I was i don't know a math teacher, and I decided to pour into a student that wasn't doing very well and they mm-hmm. decided to do well right and then say they became i don't know a manager of a bank or something mm-hmm. like that, and they happened to have an employee that didn't do too well with math, yeah. which I don't know why you work for a bank that's but that's get you say, then they they remember what they learned from me and how I poured into them, and then they pour onto that person. Mm-hmm. And then that person ends up doing well, and they end up becoming a great manager, and they pour into somebody else. Like, I just feel like it moves along. But imagine if it just stopped right there. I decided to be that rude teacher. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to help. I let them fail. And then that's a domino effect, right? They fail, and then they lose their scholarship. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, when I could have easily took, like, five minutes and yeah. just
1: i think that that's, that's a little bit more you know you're what I mean? absolutely right i think that the world needs people like you i will say mm-hmm. that i do think that there are people that we should definitely be appreciative of that look at opportunities to be supportive mm-hmm. right and i think that while you can obviously obviously see that the the value of it for somebody to grow and to learn and to to feel like you can get them beyond the step. That sounds like the educator in you. Mm-hmm. It also sounds like there's this element of legacy because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it sounds like it's also important to you that they're able to recognize that, I wouldn't say like ego wise, like they, that it was you, but that you feel like you've made an impact mm-hmm. on someone in, in a meaningful and just like long term way. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Um, I definitely, you know, I, so I have this so as you heard my song was allure by Z, yeah. and he has a lyric that's always resonated for me it's not from allure but it's just uh, a lyric that he's, that's always resonated and i have it tattooed on me mm-hmm. and it says i'd rather die enormous than live dormant mm-hmm. so can you imagine all those times where i decide i you know if i would have just spent all those times living dormant instead yeah. of you know activating myself and mm-hmm. helping people that there would be no big impact. There would just be no noise. it just be me sitting around. It's just like, yeah. so many people are born with all these like gifts. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times people don't use them and it doesn't even have to be a crazy gift. I feel like people always assume that a gift is like, Oh yeah, I have a, I'm making this up like a That's 687 right. IQ. And I <laughs> like, no, like there's, there's different traits and different, like small, even small gifts that people have that make a, you know, big impact on the world. and Absolutely. I think everybody has something in them.
1: Well, that's the whole purpose of this podcast is the (laughs) idea that everybody has something something. of value to contribute and maybe by thinking reflectively about yourself and why you do the things you do, and that that helps you highlight what direction you want to take. You know, like Mm -hmm. um, I've said this before. I think I've said this before, but um, the network that I started is uh, Anchor & Compass, and it's this idea that for me purpose is – an anchor when things are crazy because you know if the waters are choppy the boat needs to settle down and, and stay in a fixed position in some cases and it's a a compass when things are more stable because it's like all right if i have the ability to move forward or deal with change or challenge where do i want to go because whatever i want is going to be challenging but if i if i know what i'm meant to do then I, at least i know what direction to go in right i feel like for you that's so interesting because a lot of it is predicated in supportive capacities either Mm -hmm. you being an educator being a baker someone who feeds people even like a direct health support you know and even in the professions you didn't go into but thought about support Mm -hmm. you know and like you said you dreamed of being a a mother that was something I wanted to touch on too like what does that mean when you say that
0: um I'm not just You know, I just always thought it was cool for one to Mm -hmm. just, um, and it doesn't always have to be that way because people become parents in all different types of ways. But, you know, just to have someone that, you know, knows what. You're like on the inside. Like mm, you what, know, Bro has Ro has heard my like I hope you're not being apartment. Uh, um <laughs> Ro has heard my you know, he's heard my heartbeat from the inside. Like I just never thought about all it. All like the that. you know, all the like emotions and everything that I went yes. through and everything. He felt that from the inside and it, you know, I don't know, just that's having some someone that's connected Yeah, say. that's connected to you in that way. And then just um wow. Watching you, like I said, pour yourself onto someone else and seeing mm-hmm. how they grow and how they, you know what I mean? I don't know. I just always, it's just something I always thought of. I always thought it would be cool, um, you know, if I'm walking down the street and stuff like that and seeing parents with their kids and mm-hmm. all that way. And like I said, people can become parents in all different types of ways. Okay. And I was one of those people that always understood that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I never did the whole, like, how people do, like, half siblings. Oh, yeah, that's my half brother yeah. sister. No. Like, or when people have really, really close friends who they've had for like 20 years, 30 mm-hmm. years. Like, oh, that's my sister, that's my brother, or that's my mom, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know, and that was just always really important to me and like starting a family and starting my own legacy and, and all those things, so <coughs>
1: yeah. No, so I, I, was I was excited to do. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I can't believe was. you laughed at me like I, that. I was <laughs> laughing because it was just such a, like an interesting way to think about it because I never ever considered that like, you know, with life was growing inside you and like I never considered that connection that a mother may have with a child right Mm -hmm. because I maybe never considered a mom saying like knows what it's like inside of me because you're right Mm -hmm. like and that's why I laugh because it's like the most obvious thing in the world but it's it's kind of it's it's never talked about Mm -hmm. in maybe that poetic of a way right Mm -hmm. or used in that phrase so I thought that that was super wild like I'm like damn I never thought like Mm -hmm. that's real. That's why
0: it's also I mean you know (laughs) why I was pregnant with Ro. Um, I put the, uh, they call it like belly buds on mm-hmm. so you can hear different types of music and stuff yeah. like that. That's probably why he's ratcheting out. Um, <laughs> and I read to him and I talked to him. Yeah. And um, just even exposing yourself to different environments. So like there was only so much I could do because I was pregnant during mm-hmm. the height of the pandemic. But um, you know, I always thought when I was pregnant, I just knew I was going to take my kid to a concert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't get to do that. But yeah. like just you know, the different being around the different smells and like trying to mm-hmm. different cuisines because they're they're eating that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so very. Um, I mean, yeah, I obviously from,
1: can't like we'll never be able to relate to that, but that's
0: yeah. oh, you want to pr- be pregnant one day? Uh,
1: advances in <laughs> modern technology. Who knows, man? I mean, who knows? Nah, I don't want those problems. Um, mm-hmm. I need to stay. I don't think I can be down and out for nine months like y'all. Like that's that's some stuff. Yeah. But uh, for me, I, I find that wild too because. In my 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 effort to relate everything, having a kid is almost like the 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 PhD version of what you're doing. Like it's you know that all of those elements of supporting someone, of needing to be there, of being in charge, of you know helping them grow and mature, of educating them, like all of those things you said you want to do, you kind of need to be in order to be a successful parent. So it, in some ways, it's like the ultimate manifestation of like all of those things that you see yourself as which is really interesting have you ever thought about it like that or
0: well yeah a little bit i mean Mm -hmm. not too much because definitely like i don't know even though i was like married and so i was i had no idea i was pregnant (laughs) so it was a shock to me but um you know after i got over the initial shock and everything i was really excited and you know ready to see it you know manifest
1: but i mean like I guess what I'm saying is, like, have you ever considered not so much your role as his mother, but like the actions that you're taking on, like being the things that you need to do are like everything that you've wanted or that you you said that you're good. It's like the ultimate it's like it's all in him now. It's kind of wild, you know, but it's all about you, too, in a way. I mean, not all about you, like he you care about the outcome. But Mm -hmm. in some ways, if you're great at being yourself, he would ultimately benefit the greatest from that Mm -hmm. based on what you want to be
0: yeah and i can tell he you know he definitely suffers when i'm not myself because i mean we all have our days and things like that and i can tell how Mm -hmm. you know he picks up on that he might pick that up more than anybody else would you know what i mean because Mm -hmm. of our connection but um yeah it's really a cool thing to watch and it's cool to watch him go from not being able to walk Mm-hmm. walking and not being able to mm-hmm. talk, to talking a little bit. He's still, you know, a little bit behind in that, but he's getting to that. Um, and then, you know, like little stuff, not being able to pick up a spoon. Now mm-hmm. I'm like sitting there, he's eating rice and stuff. It's Like, oh, it's, You know that's what I crazy. mean? That, that's, you know, being able to watch that. That so. very
1: tangible, visible growth. That's, mm-hmm. It's wild to see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't have any kids. So at some point, I mean, if I'm fortunate, I, I think I'll be able to experience that. But. I think what's, what's, it's just so fascinating that what I like about these stories and listening to people's stories is that I don't think people often realize how close they are to the things they've always said they wanted. You know? mm-hmm. And I think that it's clear to me that you, know, you saying that I've always wanted to be a mother and being a mother, there's a clear connection between that one and what you ended up with. But what I'm also seeing is like how a lot of the experiences that you've had and the things that you say you're good at also kind of delve into that naturally and I don't know if like it's almost like a chicken RNA you know like Mm -hmm. did you want to be a mother because these are the things that you're good at or did being a mother you know result in the fact that you were good at these things like I I don't know but it's just fascinating to think about because being able to do that better is going to just result in you learning more about yourself Mm -hmm. you know Um, in thinking of learning more about yourself you spoke about your mom saying that you know the people that came before you your family you have to support them who do you look at as like the people that came before you the, the influences that you have you spoke about your mom but
0: oh well yeah like all my elders so like you know my mom my aunts my uncles uh even the you know play aunts play, yeah, play uncles aunts. like the you know i mean the family oh, friends and all that stuff um so yeah and it's just like even if they're not your most favorite people in the world at the time, or they're getting on your nerves, or whatever. Like family, do like they've done this stuff before you. They've mm-hmm. been, they've had these similar experiences and all that. Um, and I just feel like they're a, a major source of knowledge. I feel like we're getting to the point where we you know, people always say we're losing recipes. We are. <laughs> like, we, are recipes. we really are. Like I feel like people don't take enough time to actually like sit down. With some of their elders, some of the people that came before them just asked them some of their stories, some of the things they they went through. It's really not that much different than what we've gone through, except for the fact that like we have more advanced technology no. than they did absolutely um you know, growing up and all that, but um a lot of the stuff is similar i mean
1: I would completely agree i I think that you know I think that that's you're you're absolutely right, mm-hmm. like when we look at the challenges we're facing. they look new they look different but they're not new Mm -hmm. you know if that makes sense right Mm -hmm. like it's kind of the same repeated cycles in some ways but i think that it's it takes a very mature or at least very family oriented mind to see the value in those relationships Mm -hmm. especially growing up when everything about youth is saying that i already know everything Mm -hmm. you know like what made you see such tremendous connection and value in their input, their feedback, their relationships? What, why did you, like where did that big family connection come from, from all those people?
0: Um, once again, really not a choice. Yeah, <laughs> so really So my not. mom is the baby of, I guess, I, I, what was the baby older than her? Well, baby of 13. Okay. Dad's the baby of 11. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. you can only imagine That's all the- insane.
1: I, I just did the math. <laughs> all oh, the geez, cousins,
0: all the, you know what I mean, we have like, several different family reunions because there's just so many, you know. um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just sometimes you want to know. I mean, it just have a knowledge. Like, I know definitely, even when I was younger and, like, dating and stuff like that, um, I know that, I knew that, like, talking to my aunts, I could get a different perspective than my mom because, like, you know, Mm -hmm. your parents are going to talk to you a different way than, like, your aunties and your uncles would. Um, And just, yeah, just the way that they think about things. And then sometimes even... You being younger, sometimes you teach them things, you know yeah. what I mean? You approach things a certain way that they wish they would have, or sometimes now that they're older, they still take it into action, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, and so yeah, I just feel like you know, my family reunion's coming up this weekend. I'm just so excited to just learn from all the different, you know, aspects of our family and elders and things like that and how they keep things together. My mom just freaked me out because she said it's the last one that the elders are doing Mm. and so now now the younger generation I was just like I'm not ready for all that but like now it's our turn to you know start things and create Mm. the legacies and all that so um but yeah I just think it's really cool to see. I I
1: think I, I think that that's you're absolutely right it is our turn um thinking about it kind of scares me sometimes I mean I don't have any responsibilities I don't have any kids but being the planner and the person that's supposed to like bring people together Mm -hmm. it's definitely a tremendous responsibility also when you think that you're too cool for it or you got too much going on Mm -hmm. it really puts in perspective the work that the older people in your family did to create those moments and those experiences so Mm -hmm. I mean like you said they've been through what we've been through probably face similar challenges but like or not but in conjunction with that though What do you... If you had to take away, like, one... Because it's clear that you've learned a lot, but if it was, like, one lesson that they taught you, what would that be?
0: Well, that's hard. Uh, (laughs) I know.
1: You can say, I don't know, Tom.
0: (laughs) I I don't know, Tom. Um, I really might not know. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, so back to the whole, like... Because we seem to kind of disagree where I'm at with that but in the whole helping people and like going at your capacity or whatever so there are some times where I've had to check my like my mom and she's had to like Mm -hmm. you check me we have this saying in our family leave them where they're at right Mm -hmm. so there are some times where you pour into people you do things for them or you try to set things up for them set up legacies whatever and they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And you have to leave them where they're at. Yeah. And so sometimes we do, we, we check each other in the family like that, like leave them where they're at because you know that you did your part. You did what you could, you put in mm-hmm. what you could, and then you just have to see what they bring back to it. And sometimes they will learn something, maybe they will not. But
1: That's a very, wow. I mean, I think that that sounds challenging because it it, it, <laughs> it, it seems like it's like the ultimate um like checks and balance, right? Like, if you're going to invest so much inventory and in supportive family and viewing it as, you know, the weakest link is, you know, is, it, it disrupts everything. It's like, if I'm going to make my family as strong as possible, I also need to know whenever I'm doing too much, in mm-hmm. a sense, um, to, to check that for myself. Are you good at that?
0: I think I am. Sometimes I think I might be too good. Okay. so <laughs> where, you know, uh, there might be a friend or a situation <clears throat> somebody asked me about and I'd be like, Oh, you know, we're not friends anymore or we're mm-hmm. not and they're just like, How? Like did y'all are friends for yeah. like fifteen years, whatever. I'm like, if if I ever get to that point, no, I didn't do it half assed. Like, yeah. no, I thought about it and I did whatever I had to do to mm-hmm. just, you know, make things right but mm-hmm. if i if i ever get to that point to where i'm like yeah <laughs> that person is no longer in my life or whatever just know that yeah yeah i left them wherever i and,
1: and that's comfortable for you like you feel it, i mean
0: just like with everything you grieve things mm-hmm. you know of course i'm gonna grieve it a little bit but sometimes getting that weight off your shoulder sometimes it's helpful it, it helps you be able to continue to grow because things that you like you know things or people that you hold on to for too long or you invest too much in it gets in the way of so many other Absolutely. things so many opportunities so much Absolutely. growth and so sometimes you know you'll find yourself like finally letting someone go or letting something go and you just see all these things start to flourish like mm-hmm you might let a job go that's been bothering you for years and you let it go and then you get all these job opportunities Mm -hmm. or you start a business or you know if you're single you fall in love or Mm -hmm. whatever and
1: yeah I think that's the I think that's the whole uh, what is it believing that whatever's for you will be for you but Mm -hmm. I think what's silent in that statement is that you have to do the work Um, Mm -hmm. because like you said you grieve And, and if anybody knows about grief that's a process Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, it's not the the casual nature in which you say I don't mess with them usually will probably lead someone to believe you didn't do that. Yes. And I think that that's what gets left out of the translation, right? Like mm-hmm. if somebody hears you, you have this, I don't want to say flippant, but casual attitude towards a relationship or a job or whatever the case, it's like, oh, well, did you not care? And it's like, no, I care deeply, mm-hmm. but I, I've arrived at this point organically, if that, if I'm understanding you Yeah, correctly.
0: because it's like, how does that serve me in the next place I'm going? Yeah. It doesn't you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, I could sit here and I could cry about this person or grieve about this person or run away from this person or do whatever, you know what I mean? I don't want to see them in the streets or I don't want to do this mm-hmm. or you know, or cry about the job that I lost or whatever, but that's gonna get in the way of everything else. What if I need to be strong for my next job interview? Absolutely. What if my <clears throat> soulmate is literally right around the corner but I'm stuck on this other you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. um like I feel like that's how it was when you know I met my husband like I definitely was holding on to a lot of situationships and you know feelings and all that and I finally got to a point one day where I was like I'm leaving them all where they're at like literally Mm -hmm. Sent text messages mm-hmm. and things like that. So if you got if you got one of those messages.
1: There you go. Sorry, and I was just like, I was
0: like, yeah, I'm done. Like I Can't do this no more. And I kind of like swore off everything. I swore off dating. I sw- mm-hmm. swore off all that. And then I go on Target and meet my husband.
1: Buying comic books.
0: I don't know what he was buying.
1: I'm gonna just say comic books. Baby, sounds was. funnier. I don't even think Target sells comic books, but I do think that I I think that it's great that the audience or whoever's listening to this podcast gets to hear this because I think that that's such an important thing and I think people think they're better at it than they are. Like this whole idea of modulating, you know, care Mm -hmm. like how do you, like it's one like a lot of people will say like I'm selfless I'll do whatever for people. You see like I saw the post the other day, it's like I knew like I was different because I gave you my last when I didn't have it or something like that, right? And it's and it's all of these these ideas and these constructs of people who are good people because they'll give you the last of whatever they have. Mm -hmm. But that's not sustainable and it's Mm -hmm. not good for you or the person you're giving your last to. Because all they know is you gave me something and it creates a disconnect in that relationship. But you've effectively managed to look at both of those like those uh those polars of the relationship and say they need to have equal investment right like if I'm going to help you you have to be willing to receive the help Mm -hmm. if you view it as help and if not I know how to disengage and not invest in that way Mm -hmm. you know what are the things that you felt like have prevented you from doing that if you did slip up or if you haven't been able to like because you said you had to like get to a point where you had to like cut things off like Mm -hmm. what do you think created that that blindness that didn't allow for you to move in the way that you may have wanted to in some moments.
0: I guess the situational awareness, so like yes. knowing so say if there's a situation where somebody was like really bad off mm-hmm. and I know they're really bad off and I'm just like oh they just need this one little thing but Yeah. and so just like, you know, that would be like, oh I don't really want to leave them at this state but just knowing that you've done all this work, you've yeah. done all these things and they're just not mm-hmm. they're not trying and yeah. just so so it can be hard or if it's you know, or if it's like a child, like, so I definitely did a lot of um, like social work, mm-hmm. mental health work. I worked with children with autism, ch- children with intellectual disabilities. Um, and there's times where I did a lot <laughs> and I knew they just needed a little bit more, but I, I wasn't the right one. I wasn't the right mes- mm-hmm. messenger, educator, whatever. And knowing I had to let that go, but I'm like, but this is a kid. Mm-hmm. But having to be able to accept, like, oh, I have to leave them where they are and let them go into their, you know, their next stage, so that they can progress so that they could be better.
1: How do you deal with the the gap in between doing the difficult thing and getting the return on the investment? Because it's not immediate all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like when you do something that you know you should you should do, but it's hard, and then you got to sit with the discomfort of doing something that you know you needed to do but doesn't always feel the greatest in the moment, right? Like if it's Uh. cutting someone off or if it's leaving a job or whatever it is, you know, not to even think about bad things, but.
0: I think being honest in myself, so like honest with myself. So if I know for sure I gave what I could give or all I could give at the time, being honest with myself and knowing that, like I I did that, I did Mm -hmm. that job. Okay, I can feel good knowing that. I'm going to the next thing. So, yeah, I might think about them in the back of my head, like, oh, I wonder how they're doing. I wonder whatever. But I have to live my life still, and I need to, you know, move forward, and there's, or there's other people I could be helping. Mm -hmm. So, just kind of being comfortable with that, like, trusting in in myself that I actually went through the process. That's what, and then self-care, like, caring for myself, like, Um. Even though I do practice, like, leaving people where they're at and all that stuff, um, like I said, I still do grieve and allowing myself to grieve. So, you know, there might be a time where I'm, like, um, excuse me, what is it called? Doom scrolling or, like, perseverating over something or whatever. Just that process is good to get it all out Mm -hmm. and then, you know, allowing myself to do it, yeah. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. I I can definitely understand that. I I think that what... What I'm, what I'm curious about is, you know, how do you recognize when you need to stop supporting though? And I don't want to make this all about support, but um, I guess I, I'm just like because. It, what it's it's
0: like a circle, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um,
1: like when how you, can I you describe just,
0: this? So I, so like. I don't even know if I want to use somebody's, like, personal and Yeah, but. I was going to say we might. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so, yeah, so I'll make this up. So, like, say, for instance, a person hates their job, right? Mm-hmm. And I've sat here, and I've watched the job just disrespect them, not pay them, mm-hmm. uh, make them work all these crazy hours and all this stuff, and they know, like, if it was a... If they were looking at another friend, they wouldn't want mm-hmm. that to happen. And I've told them all these things. I've, I've shared with them resources. I've sent them jobs that make six figures. And I've mm-hmm. helped look at their resume. And I've um, told them how to handle their bosses or whatever. I've given all these stuff, giving, giving, given, given. And they're just not taking any of it. Like, they mm-hmm. haven't even tried any of the things. Yeah. And. I'm just like, okay, that's where my resources end. Like, I just have so to So it's like a lack go. of
1: collaboration almost. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I just, I feel a little bit better. Like, there are some people where there's literally nothing they can do. Like, they can't even give you a little bit back and help. Like, it's basically you're helping them the entire way,
1: right?
0: Yeah. Um, but those people that I know that are, like, able to do something or able to give something or just even show that they're interested in the help mm-hmm. or grateful for the help. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I'm gonna be, you know, more interested in, more helping it. But those ones that are just like gonna in turn disrespect me in the process <laughs> yeah. or just, you know, just be disrespectful to themselves or just like I just
1: You don't wanna be around for that.
0: Yeah. I so, don't.
1: So aside from It's like as much as
0: it hurts, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want I don't wanna see their job keep disrespecting them. I don't wanna see them keep making the shit wage and all that. Can I cuss on her? Yeah. Um, but we also got to be realistic i'm good at being realistic about some things too and it's just
1: i i think that like what's great about growth and development is that we grow (laughs) that's really profound right Mm -hmm. but what i also think is challenging sometimes is that we don't always get access to hold we can reflect on who we used to be and how we would have responded or whatever Mm -hmm. i guess what i'm asking is that like have you always had this level of discernment or well all right (laughs) well that and i guess that's what i'm wondering like is (laughs) is like how how does one because you know people listening we can give them the blueprint on how to do something and what they should do Mm -hmm. but i think the human element is recognizing those moments where we fall short of that and the challenges associated with accomplishing whatever it is we're looking to do so like for you not to explore your past in detail but like to talk about like what does it feel like or what was it like in those moments when you maybe didn't hit the mark and how you would have wanted to handle a situation?
0: Um, it was definitely hurtful. I definitely beat myself up about it. But I'm really a big believer in the whole, like, um, I feel like you have to give flesh, right? Mm-hmm. There's no one that I feel like in this world. And you and you might think it from the outside. Like, you might see somebody and they're like, they're always so lucky. Like, they always get... The stuff that they want—they're always making good money. They're always living in a great place. They have a great family and all this stuff. But everybody has to give a little bit of flesh mm-hmm. to, to get, you know. We're and really what right. I mean by it—you're gonna, you're gonna get bit by something. So there's plenty of times where I got, I've been bit by different situations or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just made me stronger. It made me grow. It made me understand mm-hmm. what I need to do when I come across a situation like that. Where
1: know, did you, again. where did you gather the, the, the knowledge to know that you could be strong in those moments though? seeing myself on the other side okay yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean okay
0: so like uh, you know you have thinking about myself in like a bad situation and realizing that i already experienced like mm. i got through it yeah. you know what i mean
1: so just remembering that ability yeah.
0: just re- yeah just remembering that you know this is this is the worst you're gonna feel mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you'll, and it's kind of hard in the moment you know people say a lot of I don't know, I feel like time is the biggest healer in a lot of things. And it can be hard, you know, thinking about like, oh, I don't I can't see myself thirty days from now feeling better about this situation. I'm upset right now. Yeah. I'm pissed right now. But yeah, just seeing myself on the other side.
1: So switching gears a little bit, um, because I don't want this to all be about like things that, you know, you went through and challenges you faced and all of that. Mm-hmm. But more so like i think that it's important to understand where we came from so that gives us some reflection but it's also important to know like who we are and what we're good at so what would you say i mean you've mentioned supporting people but what would you say you're good at if it only had to do with you what so, you if, mean you, if, so if you so if you couldn't it? for instance like you couldn't consider the benefit that it provides to somebody else it was oh, just all about my, you. well
0: like my perseverance so let yeah. about that so there are there's a lot of, i've been through a lot of mm-hmm. shit in my life like A lot of things that are like my um, you know personal things that I've gone through that literally no one else knows about or people do know about or whatever I've gone through a lot and so um, just the fact that I'm able to keep going like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of things that I went through where I could have easily just laid down and just been like this is it I'm done Mm -hmm. and I was able to keep going Um, I like you know. My need for knowledge about things, I don't think, that, I don't feel like that has to do with other people. But, yeah, I will I'll research something. Curiosity. I'll, yeah, I'll learn about something. I'll try to figure it out. I'm one of those people that likes to, like, break things and put them back together. Okay. You know what I mean? So I do a lot of that type of stuff. Love going to Ikea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Because, yeah. like, even though they, sometimes they give you instructions, those instructions are, okay. they be wild. Um, so you like to build things? Yeah, yeah, so I like to build. Um. What else? Let's say, um... I don't know what that trait would be called, but I guess just like the ability to see like the light about a situation. So optimistic. Um, yeah, like optimism. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those things, and I like how I've become as I've gotten older. I've become a lot more realistic because mm-hmm. I feel like when I was younger, I was a lot. I was very kind of like I don't want to say flighty, but just yeah. I don't know just like too optimistic too too naive too yeah. like yeah so I like the fact that I've
1: seasoned yeah
0: we all have our moments where we do something yeah. dumb and whatever but I think I've gotten a lot better
1: yeah I think you know I, I, I would agree that it, it's important to recognize that like we we definitely all need that experience that we go through to get to where we want to be right like you mentioned like giving a pound of flesh. I, I can definitely, or not a pound, but you mentioned giving some flesh. And mm-hmm. I definitely resonate with that because some of the best lessons I've learned have come from some of the most challenging circumstances that I've faced. And the the biggest caveat is in that moment, if if I was willing, because I've also been through a lot and not learned. So like, you know, it's not like this equal uh, trade-off that you go through something, you learn something, right? It, it, you have to want to learn. and. A lot of, sometimes that requires humility to know that you you have to be better. Um, Part of, not to make this about me, but part of one of the the biggest things I realized in in my own growth is being willing and comfortable recognizing the things that I don't like that I'm doing and also recognizing the only way to hold myself, or the only way to change that is to hold me accountable because nobody else knows to do it for me. So I can keep up this facade and people will say like, oh, you're a good person because they only see those things. But if I know that there's things I'm not working on that I need to, I'm not, I don't really, am I a good person? Am I doing what I need to do? So I appreciate you being willing to talk about the things that you're good at, because I think that sometimes that gets lost in translation. I ask people that question sometimes and they have trouble answering, Hmm. you know? Like, do you feel like those have always been things that you felt confident in yourself around or have those been developed over time?
0: Been developed, like there's times where I'm like, I feel like I'm good at anything. <laughs> like, I feel like, so for a while, I felt like I was good at the things people expected me to be good at, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, being able to, you know, master things that I wanted to be mm-hmm. good at, that I valued as traits. Okay. That's more important to me.
1: So switching gears back to the, the, the wilder stuff. I'm just joking. Um, but it, I guess it has the potential to be. Yeah. What's something you're afraid of?
0: Something I'm afraid of. Um, I think I'm really afraid of going the complete opposite of my values, like completely selling out to myself completely becoming something that I'm not
1: what would create that
0: a lot of things create that you know fame creates that um you know you meet new people or you experience something new that makes you go like something that you didn't want to do because even sometimes like even like being a mom and being a wife you know what I mean um I had to make sure that I still honor what I want (laughs) to do. Do you know what I mean? Things that make me happy because that can happen. You get married, you have kids, and you're like, oh, I got to do this for my kids. I got to do this for my husband. I got to do, you know, because people want me to do whatever. I still have to make sure I do the things that, like, Mm. I want,
1: Mm -hmm. that I want to do. Um, Do you, and then this may be some vulnerability, like, is there a part of you, when we say that we're, or not we, but sometimes when somebody says, like, I'm afraid of, uh, who I may become if I become too successful, right? I'm afraid of mm-hmm. these negative values, betraying my own values, or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. What is the example that you think? Is there an example you think of in your head? Like when you view that evil Brie, you know, like. It's an evil is evil like Yeah, like evil Brie, like, that, like the ultimate. I like
0: to lean into her sometimes. sometimes yeah. It's good to lean into her. Um, okay, so like for instance, there was. I don't know. I don't know. This might relate. This might not. That's all right. You got to work through me here. That's all right. I took an order one time mm-hmm. and I knew for a fact that I didn't want to do this order, didn't like this order. I didn't like. Um, because, I mean, mostly, you know, you're. When I'm in this business, like, there's going to be a lot of things that people want or designs. I'm just like, ew, that's not yeah. cute or that don't taste good. But if you want it. Mm-hmm. But I was so, like, I was just really against this order. Like, I didn't like the design. I didn't. To completely care for the person Like there was just mm-hmm. all these things But the money was really really good mm. And I took it mm-hmm. Cause you need the money at a time or whatever And I just and I know for a fact like They were I mean they were pleased They were happy with it but I, I was not like I just felt so uneasy about it, and, you know, yeah. and you might be sitting here or any other people might be sitting there like that's not a big deal. OK, you bake something. you like, OK, no big deal. It's a really, big but it deal. just it was I'm a judging big deal. Right yeah.
1: now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, was just, it was just a bit. It was no. a big deal to me. It was just something I knew in my heart. I didn't want to do it. It didn't make me feel good. And usually everything that I make or whatever, I try to put a lot of like passion into, a lot of care into it. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't feel like it was the same. But the person, I mean, they were super happy. They were very happy. They were they got what they wanted. But I just felt I felt used. Like I just felt used at the end. I just felt like yeah. like yeah, I had this money that I wanted and I needed at the time. But it was just like.
1: You, you know that Tupac bar, right? Yeah, I made a G today, but you made it in a sleazy yeah, way. Yeah, a sleazy
0: way. <laughs> I definitely made that money in a sleazy way, and it just... Uh, it was just, like, everything I was against. And it wasn't anything, like... You know, I definitely have heart limits. Yeah. So, if, like, somebody came to me and they wanted to make something that was, like, a racist thing yeah. or, like, a sexist thing or something like that, I definitely wouldn't do that, but...
1: yeah,
0: it's just I don't know. Something about this design and something about... And, like I said, the person, I didn't particularly care for or whatever, but
1: yeah that's the money was
0: good and I was just like okay you know yeah nobody judged me like I mean I I hope that everyone is
1: I hope that everyone listening to this judges you but no I'm just joking (laughs) I I think that that's 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 so honest though you know I was able to
0: like I've had hundreds of orders since then you know what I mean I've been able to like move on I've been able to tell myself like I don't I know I don't do this like when people reach out to me because that was a a problem for a while too like i wanted to be the bakery that was like not to be all the end all but like Mm -hmm. i did everything Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's not good like it's you know i feel like it's sometimes it's better to be a master of one than a master of many Mm -hmm. and so you know when you start to spread yourself thin like that like i just you know people be like oh yeah i want a hennessy fountain dripping from a (laughs) A three-layer cake with a boo and I'm just like yeah you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. and so while I was just like no these are the things I do if you don't find what you want in these things I'm sorry
1: that I can't yeah.
0: help you I'll try to refer you to somebody else or whatever but
1: I, I completely 100% agree with what you're saying and I think that's why like this whole idea of doing this podcast is so important because I think that you know it's the idea like if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything right mm-hmm. I think that not having purpose is like being a company without a vision. And we fall into these positions, whether it be you know, whatever we do, because at some point, if we don't have a purpose, someone says, Here's your purpose. If you go into the military, they say, Here's your purpose. If you go into education, they say, Here's your purpose, right? But it's only when you're able to like, know who you are that you're able to say, No, this is my purpose. And then you can figure out if saying no to that makes sense. Because I imagine the reason you said, You said what well, you said, yes but the reason it didn't feel good is because you felt like something was out of whack with your purpose. Mm -hmm. Like whatever I feel like I'm meant to do, this flies in the face of that. And Mm -hmm. that's why I I love using the idea of purpose as a compass because I look at it for direction. I hope to be famous one day for, not because I want money or wealth, but because I hope that I'm successful enough and I've touched enough people that that's just the end result. But I also hope that I have the willpower enough to stay on my purpose when the deal seems better than being purposeful mm-hmm. right like if somebody comes with a bag and says hey like make this person that is doing poorly right now or is a terrible person look good you know like the guy keith lee that does the uh the reviews mm-hmm. you know he talks every time he's on TikTok. he's always saying like i don't take money for reviews that I- not from uh, local eateries from the corporate people i do but he's very transparent and i feel like the reason he does that is because by telling the audience he's keeping himself accountable Mm -hmm. to stay on brand stay on mission and and that's hard to do because he can get the bread right and he could get the bag he can say you know what like i've built this this reputation now these companies come i'm running it up whatever Right, right? right but there's something bigger at work and i think that's the the thing that keeps in mind is or to keep in mind when you're chasing these big dreams is that whatever you set out to believe in there's a reason why that you believe in that, and it needs to continue to be genuine in order to be authentic- well authentic means genuine, but like it needs to continue to be authentic in order for it to be what you want it to be i think so mm-hmm. because I would imagine that even if you would have done if you could be successful doing hundreds of orders like that, mm-hmm. you may not feel good about it right yeah and that sucks. Yeah yeah so I appreciate you sharing that so I guess it, it, you did answer the question of what you're afraid of and you almost alluded into the question that I have next, which is what do you want to become you know like when you look at the final form, wave a magic wand, do anything, be whatever, what is all of this action all of this effort building to um,
0: I don't know because I feel like I'm still figuring out like that's a, that's fine. and I'm comfortable with. Moving into whatever role like life takes me to. Do you know okay. what I mean? So yeah, I could sit here and say like I'm just making this up. Oh, I want to be an astronaut. I want to, mm-hmm. I don't know, be Baking a fortune. Yeah, I want to be a for. <laughs> I, <know>. I want to <laughs> be a Fortune 500. Year. Like I could say all these things or whatever, but it's just you know, life will take you a certain way, and you know, okay, I have to flow with it. But so yeah, there's plenty of other things to do. Like so, I eventually, I want to. um I want to become a doula. Okay. Of course, that's helping on both ends, helping someone bring life into a world and, like, teaching them to be able to it's do like that It's like the well.
1: ultimate final form of helping. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so
0: I want to do that. I'm working on that soon. Um, I still haven't decided how far I want to take, you know, my baking. So there's um, – I've I tried – Two different times to have like brick and mortars, Mm -hmm. so I'm still trying to figure out if that's something that I want to do. Like the first time was with a business partner, and then the second time was in like a bed and breakfast type of Mm -hmm. form, and like neither worked out the way I wanted to. So I'm still trying to figure that part out. Um, Although I'm growing a lot, and I feel like I might not necessarily be forced into a Mm -hmm. brick and mortar situation, but 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 I feel like that's on the way. Um, Yeah continue being, you know, a great mom and support, you know, Ro, whatever he wants to do. Um,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: So be a great support, figure out what's at the other end of this journey that you've started with baking and Mm -hmm. ultimately become a doula, bring life into, Mm -hmm. help bring life into the world or support women bringing life into the world. Mm -hmm. I, I think that was well the easy common denominator is that those are all helping things you know but I, I think that
0: and I want to put out a mixtape now you can
1: put out a mixtape I mean joking. you may as well <laughs> I, I just think yeah. that like no
0: I can't rap for things. So no, no
1: it's so fascinating like that's it's just wild to me that like someone can have such a fixed disposition on helping that like all of your dreams are kind of derived out of that idea that helping and and I I, it's funny because if I were to box you in I'm curious of what you would say if you could think about outside of like what's the one selfish benefit you get from it like the and I hate using the word selfish because that gives it a negative Mm -hmm. connotation but like when you think of like you said it makes you feel good like it fills you with joy or whatever Mm -hmm. but like where is that coming from? Like, what is that feeling inside no, of you? No, just
0: like being a part of the legacy. So, mm-hmm. like,
1: okay, yeah, you seeing a that. kid
0: walking down the street or like 15 and be like, you I know, brought you, had you a hand into in this that. world, boy. Yeah. Like, I know you, That's or, um, you know. Seeing a person, seeing one of my friends finally become, like, a VP at a company and be like, yeah, remember mm-hmm. when I sent you that thing? And it's not so much like, oh, you know, remember what I did for you, but just like. It absolutely is. Like, yeah, like, I was, <laughs> no, just like, oh, like, I was, I was, I was there for that. I was able yeah. to, you know, experience that, that, yeah. be a part of that history, you know what I mean? Like, leave my little mark on it's the like world, leadership. no matter how small it is.
1: Leadership in a different way. Yeah. yeah. I think that that makes sense, and I, I can, I, I'll allow that to be an answer that I'm comfortable with because I think that it, it speaks to your own ambition, right? Like when we I heard once from this uh, student who was in the Peace Corps that he, he said that uh, the leader of the Peace Corps said that everyone there had to have a selfish reason for why they were doing the work because mm-hmm. if you showed up and said, I just want to help people, that's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Like eventually you're going to get tired of helping people, mm-hmm. everybody does. So there needs to be something else that you're there for so that when things get tough and you're like, why the hell am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You can lean on that. So I think that for you to be able to look at your legacy as this broader concept of you know, an extension of people that you supported and feel good about that maybe speaks to some of that like, idea of this broader concept of what you get back from it in a, in a more personable way. Yeah. Because I feel like that maybe also gives you this idea of being a competent person being capable being skillful in whatever way i'm, I'm assuming does that make sense yeah
0: cuz like think about like philanthropists and stuff right <coughs> so like they help in the way they got they have money yeah right? I don't really have that at this point. Like, yeah, I might be able to give somebody two dollars. They don't you know
1: something like that. Giving but somebody two dollars is why. <laughs> like, that's mad disrespectful. You never
0: know. Hey. What <laughs> if something <laughs> they needed to buy was ten dollars and they got only there eight? Maybe you give them 'em two dollars. You, you don't give know this.
1: All right, fair enough. Hey. Whatever. Hey. hey. Bro just turned two. I'm not two dollars. Bro shaming. just
0: turned two and he got two dollar bills for his birthday, so don't
1: no. He ch- me, I tra- he charged me five the last time I was there. Late feast. Oh, whatever. Fair enough. All right. You owed ahead. him. You owed him his money, and he wanted it. Um, Fair he really enough. did. Put that little handout too. <laughs> money.
0: Um, so I feel like that's my way of giving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if I could throw money at a lot of mm-hmm. people, I definitely would. There's a lot of people that have problems. I'm like, yo, I wish I just had mm-hmm. ten grand to be like, here, yeah. I mean, it's fixed. But I don't. So I help in the ways that you know that I can, and I feel like I don't know. I kind of feel better that way as opposed yeah. to being because. Sometimes I wonder, too, like, if I did have the money, would it feel the same way?
1: Yeah, maybe not. It and might think, not feel like there's as much of an investment. Yeah, and
0: think about And even with philanthropists, they're selfish, too. Yeah. They don't. They give to causes that they care about. Absolutely. Because if they if they weren't selfish, they would just, anything would come across their <laughs> desk, and they'd be like, yeah. oh, and they would just throw money all day long. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I, I just feel like
1: that's important. Yeah, I, I I'm sorry, I wanna cut you off. No,
0: it's okay. I was just saying everybody has some type of, you know, selfish reason. But yeah, to be able to look back at that, like there's projects that I've been part of and different movements and things like that and being able to know, like, oh, like I was there. I put mm-hmm. a Mark there. I could, you know, tell Ro about my story, like, Oh yeah, like I was there when mm-hmm. that happened or whatever, yeah. you know? But not be like, Oh yeah, I put that person in that position. So not yeah. like that, but just more like I was there. Being
1: a part of the story. Like mm-hmm. you you get to be included and I think It's the, um, no. I don't want to, hopefully this doesn't make it seem like I'm minimizing what you're saying, but it's the idea that everybody wants to feel a part of something, right? And I think that if you feel like you're a part of something and you're helping, it's not just you kind of like uh, just being there to be there, you're contributing. You're a contributing and valuable member of whatever system or community that you've chosen to align yourself with. And there's value in that for you. And... It sounds like your ability to do that well speaks in yourself to your confidence and if you do it really well and it's recognized you get to take comfort in the fact that you were a part of whatever is being appreciated or recognized Mm -hmm. that's a very very sustainable and like you said earlier on you have the skill set to know when doing you're doing too much Mm -hmm. because i I think the ability to disengage is just as important as the ability to engage right Mm -hmm. um I, i was joking with my little brother one of the most profound things that I learned in the last two years was how to say no. Um, I, <laughs> it is. I told him that I had to go places and say it out loud. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the amount of random old women I said no to, just because they were in a park, it was wild. Like, it probably mm-hmm. disres. I wonder how they feel. I should go back and talk to them. No, I'm just, I'm joking, by the way. I don't yell yeah. at random old women. But mm-hmm. no, I'm just. <laughs> 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 but no, like just 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 saying no out loud and. You, you, you lose track of like how easy it is to say yes and, and you start to lose the value of understanding how valuable a no is and how valuable your yes is. So I think having that appropriate calibration, especially if you're a giver like yourself, is super important. So I, I definitely salute you for that, so. All right, well my final question, I believe it is, let me make sure, I don't want to jip you, um, even though I've asked you a lot of other questions outside of these. <laughs> um, my final question, and it's the one that I ask everybody, Again, is who is Brie? So, if you were to say the same, or you can say the same thing you said earlier, but if you were to answer that question again after having this conversation, who would you say Brie is?
0: Yeah, probably the same things I said Probably the same one. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy yeah thing. It's pretty easy much answer. the same things I said before. Um, like I said, um, you know, educator, helper, caregiver, mom, mm-hmm. wife, traveler. Um, What else did I say? Student. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I feel like I'm very much a student of life.
1: Student of life? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But it sounds like you also kind of want to get in there and and make sure that, like, you're you're helping with whatever is going on. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not a passive observer of life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's an important thing to do. So, well, thank you. Do you have any questions for me? I sat here and asked you all these questions. I always want to make sure I give the opportunity. No.
0: I would say no. we we'll, maybe maybe somebody will do episode of me. later. We'll switch <laughs> and we'll I, grow I you because there's that. a few times I want to be like, "Well, what do you think?" Excuse about me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say?
1: No, but, but no, I, I do think like I, I would I would be welcome to go on anybody or to be interviewed with these same questions. I, I ask myself these all the time. Corey said the way I think sounds exhausting because I'm constantly asking myself these questions like who am I, I what am I doing, and all this. But um, I don't know, I came across this concept of understanding change. Uh, And I was teaching cultural competency and it basically evaluates your relationship with difference. How do you react when difference happens? And I was so fascinated because that's, it was the thing that helped me grow. And it made me realize that one, I'm not as good as I think I am, at whatever it was, whatever it is that I'm doing, but I could be if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing, right? Like, it's, it's not that, like, you know, the ego or knocking down the ego of, like, you're not great, it's that, like, well, you're not there yet, but that's, here's why, and you could be if you want to, but it takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort, reflection, and I've just been on this uh, track of making sure that, at any turn that I can, I want to grow. I just want to be whatever it is that I'm meant to be because that's what's going to bring me success. You know, and it all feels like if I'm the man that I need to be before I get into a relationship, I'll be successful in relationships. If I'm the man that I need to be in terms of my discipline and work ethic before I get the job that requires discipline and work ethic, then hopefully I'll be better at it. So mm. it's just that, you know, if you stay ready, you don't get to get ready. So that's why I exhaust myself thinking about who I am all the time. So
0: Do you think it's okay to not know?
1: Yeah. I think that that's part of the journey. I, I think that that's the the great poetry of this whole thing called life is that we're forced on this treadmill in search of understanding, with the ultimate reality being that we're never going to fully understand. So the the goal is just to get as close as possible. You know, I was driving through Homewood one day, and I don't want to be morbid, and I hate to, you know, what I might bleep home all of that out. But I was driving. I, I would say anywhere. I was driving around, and I thought, you know, what if you know, bullet flew through the window, took me out randomly, you know, not in the street, but whatever, right, like what if something happened to me? And I I remember driving in the car and I started crying, but I was laughing and it was like tears of joy to think about my own death. And it wasn't because I fantasized about it, but it was that I've been fortunate enough to figure out or to get a glimpse as to why I'm here. Mm -hmm. And there are people that live their whole lives and never figure that out. Mm -hmm. So even if I were to perish right now, I'm one of the ones that knew, like, if I see God, I, I knew why you sent me there. Yes. I almost got it, too. Yeah, I almost, almost got it. Like, you want to send me back? <laughs> like, well, if you give me another chance, uh-huh. Like, you know, so that was the whole, that was the beauty and the joy that I had when I was, like, having that emotional moment. Um, was like, man, like, everybody doesn't get that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I got that and I'm, I feel creative enough to figure out ways to pursue it feels good. And that's all you can ask for. So, yeah. No. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to play a lore again to close out, but thank you, Brie, for joining me. That's thank all the you questions for I have. Me. Um, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Hope you learned a little bit about yourself. You didn't change who you were uh, from the beginning, but I do hope that this was fun for you and that maybe it kind of gave you some insight or some strategy to, you know, maybe think about yourself. And it's hard to do this with somebody already in psych uh, because, you know, you probably know most of these strategies or you practice them <laughs> yourself. But, That's why I I try to tell people I'm
0: not, like, I'm I'm not trying to analyze you, please, please. I do not want to be in there. I completely (laughs) understand.
1: But I do hope you found it valuable. I I hope you found it, you know, enjoyable. And I hope that the people listening find it valuable, too, because I do think you shared a lot about not just your own journey, but motherhood in general and, and, like, what it means to, you know, have, like, be a part of a legacy, what it means to deal with the challenges of not knowing and feeling like you know you're never really going to know but you still got to try and yeah. what it means to support people and and to know that you can't be everything for someone but you can still be something mm-hmm. that's all tough stuff so yeah, <laughs> thank you so much and that's all i got anything yep that's <laughs> it nope, that's it thank that's you, you brie clap it up yay <laughs> that was fine. Alright, and we're out. Yes. Yes.
0: Young, life. Once again, it's life. Yes.
1: yes. 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 Like, I feel like I'm up. It's man. You don't know why you do what you do.